Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Shed End 868 show with me, Jesus. Today's episode is a very special one for many, many reasons. We have the men doing wonderful things, the under-23s, the under-18s, the women, the youth team, players in form, some players, people want um, to leave. Man, a whole sort of a whole lot of stuff to unpack a short space of time to unpack it in so let's not just dive in let's cannonball in straight into today's episode so without much further ado let's get this thing started so up first we have the um the under 18s now they moved up to third uh, on 16 points after beating read 10 man reading yeah 10 men they had a they got a 36 minute red card and the the boys in business 3-0 you know the the, the away side it was an uphill battle from the moment they got that card um men like castledin flower and tobin them in business them banging those three goals um so we get our second win in five games so we move up to third 16 points you know momentum's building you know as as the um our record in our last five games currently look like, from starting from this one, go back, looks like win, draw, loss, loss, win. So, you know, we're we seeing where it is that we we stumble a bit, we're finding form. They have Crystal Palace on the 6th of November next. So, the under 18s, they, they're doing their thing. They have no mercy right now, and that's what we need. You know, just uh, mash it up, mash it up, quick, quick, quick. <laughs> the under 23s, though. They needed a late 89-minute strike from Wenham to share the points versus Everton. Um, that game left us currently on 12, on 10 points. We're currently 12 to 10 points. Um, not the not the best of, of results, given that we had to wait so late to get this um this this point after Everton scored in the 54th minute. Um, our last five games, the the momentum looks as draw, draw, win, loss, win. So a little shaky, um, coming from three points down to one one in the last two games. But I mean, yeah, something better than nothing, as I always say. So we get any points, although we on twelfth, it's not a good position right now. But you have to start somewhere in order to move up. So we'll see. As they also face Crystal Palace on the sixth of november same day as the under 18 so hopefully it will be six points we're getting three by three on that day as we continue with the youths the youth team played malmo and that norwegian boy not uh, no 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 not that not that norwegian that boy named brian Feibema is in red hot form and he's ice cold in front of goal as he's got a brace as the youths put on a five-star performance versus Malmo with the other goal scorers, including Hall, Webster, and my my namesake, Gilchrist, all on the score sheet. As the boys continue their scintillating, sizzling, hot, hot, hot form as they went 5-0 against Malmo. They're currently one point behind leaders Juventus in Group H, who they play on the 23rd of November next as their next game. So we're second or nine, UV 10th. So all to play for against UV to see who comes out on top. So we're already out, you know. 
ready on to the the next stage but just a matter of where so yeah beat juventus and i'll put us in pole position to leave the group as winners and get an easier task going forward so yeah they they definitely would look to tear it up and get that spot locked and loaded they so let's see what what goes on with the youths you know 18s 23s and the champions league teams Andy Myers and Ed Brand are doing a wonderful job. Um, a little shaky for a brand, especially, but things things have been studied, and it's wonderful to see that they've all bounced back and made their way, made it back to where they, they know the standards of Chelsea will always be. Speaking of standards, speaking of where we're supposed to be, speaking of where we know Chelsea to be, Emma Hayes and her ladies beat City, City women, in the FA Cup semi-finals over the weekend on the 31st, 3-0, with goals scored by Cuthbert, Leopold's, no, sorry, not Leopold's, Leopold's, and England, Bethany England, all scored to ensure it'll be a derby in the FA Cup final versus Arsenal on the 5th of December. Now the ladies looking to lift this FA Cup for the first time since 2016. This game was actually um, a lot, I should say this way, once more one-sided than I thought it would have been. I think anybody would have, wouldn't have anticipated this, but that just goes to show how sometimes losing is the best thing. That we lost the first game against Arsenal in the league, and since then, we have just been going from strength to strength to strength. Um, I know when we play them on the fifth, that was, hold on, eh? That that is uh that's the first Sunday in December. Yeah, I don't know. You calendar right behind me, so I just have to verify that. Yeah, so it's on the first Sunday in December that the fifth. Um, that's definitely going to be a nice game. It would be great to see ladies lift that trophy for the first time. So then basically we would have won three trophies in the calendar year of 2021. So we're definitely looking out for that game. Um, our league form currently is win, 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 loss. <laughs> we play Villa on the sixth of um of November. So yeah, so Chelsea has one, two, three, four games. The next game will be the men who also play on the sixth. But we'll come to that just now. So yeah, so the women have a great, great form right now. Win, 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 loss, loss being the first game of the league. So, definitely against Villa, again, can't take anybody for granted. Everybody wants to cut that momentum. So, we have to make sure and keep that momentum going, building, continuing. And we'll just keep in going from strength to strength to strength um, as we move up. So, speaking of strength to strength, the men played Newcastle in a game I would, I would, I would see... In the next year and a half, the two years becoming the El Cashico because I mean, it's City, it's us, it's Newcastle now. Um, but it was it was not that time. It was not that this time. That boy James, yeah, impactful James, netted two goals, and and not just any two goals. It was left foot, right foot. <laughs> it was it was amazing to see the performance by Rich James. Um, 
I still think we need cover for him in case he gets injured again and we need a performance, but that's a, that's a discussion for another time. But it was two wonderful goals, potential goal of the month candidates because the month didn't finish as yet. Um, definitely goal of the season contender and goal of the month for Chelsea as well contender. Look good. And was capped off with the third goal scored by a penalty by Jorginho. Where some people were saying Jorginho should have given him. Um, apparently, Jorginho said in an interview after that he then asked. Some people have also gone and said that he should have given him or offered it to him. My thing with that is, yes, he should have, but he didn't. Um, I'm not upset either way. Cause he could have James could have taken it and missed. Then the conversation would have been other way. Um, yeah, 2-0 up, 9 minutes to go. It's hard to see them coming back. But let's kill off the game when we have the chance to kill off the game. Newcastle in the first half did as expected. Um, dropping deep, defending deep. So what when Hakim Ziyech was hitting from outside and making all these excellent... Um, plays from outside it was good to see definitely was something I have been wanting from Chelsea for a long time for us to do it hitting from outside I mean yeah it, it, this is not going to guarantee but you're peppering them with shots you know where I don't keep up I mean James's second goal was a beautiful strike from on top and it was just it was just laser guided something like that that's what, that's what we like to see but what we love to see is three points and with the teams around us dropping points, Liverpool drawing two all after being two 0 up, and City with ten men losing to Burnley, I mean, that's wonderful. They lost two 0 so that was wonderful. So we had three points separating us currently at the top of the table. So what do we do from here? Well, we got Burnley on the sixth. That's the fourth team. We had Burnley on the sixth. And having beaten City, they would have that taste for top six blood. And they would want to come and do the same thing with us. And Tuchel ain't going to have any of that. Tuchel ain't having that. We have conceded 23 goals since Tuchel took over. The biggest blip in that being the 5-2 loss to West Brom. In the beginning of the year. So, you may have to take away that. It's 18 times we've conceded. So, we are not a leaky team. Um, even when we are man down, although in the West Brom game, we were a man down, Silver got the red card. But the other side of that is we were one, one man down this year, the beginning of this season, against Liverpool at Anfield and came out with one point. So we definitely have to stamp our authority, just keep going from strength to strength to strength. You know, because again, Burnley is going to come with that confidence, chest high, head held high, shoulders pushed back, chest pushed out. And they're going to come for that. And I can't give them wrong. You know, you beat the reigning champions, the team who everybody is, has rated as the best in Europe currently. And one of the, one of the teams people are rated best in Europe. So definitely, they get in that W is going to send a shockwave throughout the league and it's going to make them personally you know come to us i want to attack us and i want them to do that <laughs> i mean even Tuchel said that maybe he has to try Werner and Lukaku as um 
as wing backs. <laughs> I mean, our defenders have contributed to what as what 13, 14 goals for the season. That's just under fifty percent of our goals, and that is I I love it for the main main reason that um it shows our diversity the variations you don't know who's gonna score it could be Rudiger it could be Silva it could be Loftus Cheek Jorginho if you get a pen most likely because he has scored 10 consecutive penalties in the league and he's the first player to do so to get his first 10 goals from all penalties consecutively it could be from Lukaku it could be from Werner Chilwell Alonso Aspel Equator I mean it could be from anyone even Mendy so the threat is not just a lockdown two persons and it shows our variation. Some people would say, well, what do I have strikers for? I would say we have a team. You know, I would say we have a team. And the reason for that is when we went to Malmo, now we moved to Malmo now. That was yesterday's game. That's the reason I didn't have yesterday's episode out because I knew the Champions League would have been there and... As I said before, the anyway, it doesn't matter. The recording issue with me has been sorted out right now. Where the where I record right now is be a bit noisy at certain times. Anyhow, bypass that. The Malmo game was just mm, not what I expected. I don't think any of us have expected it. But the knockout stage is all but guaranteed. We're second on nine points, and we have Juventus on the twenty third. So, I mean, the man, some people wanted goal, Hakim Ziyech. A lot of people have listened to, I was listening to another Chelsea podcast recently, and someone was speaking about time for us to let Hakim Ziyech go, etc., etc., etc. But the guy is doing his, the man's playing wonderful. The man got injured beginning of the season again, um, early preseason, and he came back. When he gets his chance, he does his things. You know, the Pulisic came, came on first start since August the 14th, yeah, and nearly scored. <laughs> and you can't be vexed with him for not bearing that shot. He's now coming off after such a long delay. He's a bit rusty, you know, back on the field. So we had to be patient with him. Yes, I've called him glass man, glass man before. We all know why. Let's not act as though. It's, it's just, I'm just fighting while, as we say in Trinidad, just saying things for saying things sake. But we know why. We know why we call him Glassman. But he's doing it. And he, he, it's good to see him back on the field, and it's good to see more attacking threats coming for Chelsea. So we have Pulisic on the left. We have, let's forget the left. We have Pulisic, Cho, Sier, Kai, Mount, Lukaku, Werner, Loftus, Cheek, Barkley. James, Alonso, Chilwell, that's just seven names of the top of my head who can score at any moment for us. And a team is 11, so that's four other players. And the four other players would be Rudiger Silva as Pelicator, or Chalaban, or Sa, or Christiansen, and Mendy. And all of them, barring, I think, is just as Pelicator, Sa, who haven't scored and Mendy, well, Mendy, who haven't scored for us? As for the data, Mendy, yeah. Chalaban scored, Christiansen scored, Rudiger scored, Silva scored. 
So when you have all these attacking threats here, obviously some people are going to fall through the cracks and not score at certain times, but Hakim Ziyech does not need to be crucified for this. He's doing excellent. He has, he is dictating plays outside there. There's always talk and speculation of him leaving. I saw Giroud complimenting him about his excellent left foot, so I don't want him to go to Milan. But if he want, if he wants to go, no problem. But he's doing good on the other side. You know, he's doing good. That's the man who scored for us in the to beat Malmo yesterday, one 0 with an assist from another guy. I don't believe I didn't call him as a guy. Did I call him Cho in the in the eight, the seven? No, so then no, no, he's eight. So Cho got Callum Hudson-Odoi. He oi 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 oh my goodness, this youth man has found a nice form. He's running good. Um, as soon as he plays direct to the defenders, all kind of sorts of trouble pops up and arises. And I would it is just mouth watering what we have going forward given that we have so much solidity in the back i pronounce that word right i think so yeah <laughs> you know we are so solid at the back that the men are confident in our defenders even when we see Chilwell or james bowman forward we know they're going to get back in time so we have no fear going forward because we all drop back high press to retain the ball and recycle one time boom counter press counter attack immediately so we're second we'll play uv next on the 23rd what's in the mind of Tuchel? the win that's it that's that game's going to definitely have some um some of the big boys starting because that's just after the last international break for the year as december sees us play nine games so yeah it's going to be some tired legs out there rotation is going to be a must Man management, as we have, as we have seen, has been one of Tuchel's best points, and his his nuance to make tactical changes at halftime when and where necessary, as well. Um. So yeah, so that's that's just that for today. Short episode, a lot to unpack. Definitely, um, we definitely need, and definitely will continue doing what we're doing, because we have um. Barnsley next in the League Cup. We have uh, Burnley next in the league. We have Juventus next in the Champions League. <laughs> so, back to this situation of people wanting players out. Chelsea fans, and especially those outside of the. Never can all. Most, I will say, or some, or there's a loud majority, the loud minority, I should say. Yeah, that's a better description. A loud minority is we be we playing a game. Let's say Newcastle game, for instance. The first half, Newcastle played five defenders and dropped back deep, and people are assuming that we're just going to roll in tongue and roll over Newcastle. Ladies and gentlemen, Newcastle is a team of great respect and pride and honours in England. They're not going to just roll over and allow Chelsea to do them what they want. It was always going to be taking our heels and just keep ponging away at them. Look at the Malmo game. We expected it to be a goal fest. It was only one goal. 
it just took one moment and it's not like before where we depended on either Lampard or Drogba most of the times to score for us it's almost anyone at any point in time you know things have changed I'm not saying again I'm not saying that we um, we, we played excellent but the teams defended because they don't want to be beaten doesn't it we, we can't just look at it as we are Chelsea we're supposed to beat everyone minimum 3-0 we would love that I would love that that our average be 4-0 every game 4.2 goals a game and averaging 3 points but the reality is even if it's one goal whether it's one goal or 5 goals or 7 goals it's just 3 points but send a statement I understand that send a statement is cool but teams are not just going to sit because I'm, I was watching various in various groups, both Facebook and WhatsApp. And while some of the criticism is fair against some players at certain points in time making bad passes, etc., the reaction to every single pass both amuses me in the sense that it's just like, wow, things happen. People make bad passes. Amuses me and annoys me because I mean, like, oh gosh, let's let the game go. You know, the sixth minute, things looking, make a bad pass. Oh, this guy had to go. Ding, ding, ding. And the same guy, Ziyech, comes and scores. The same person we are complaining about comes and scores. Yes, we want the highest standards. But even the greatest of the greatest players miss, miss hit shots, misplaced passes. You know, we've seen it with Ronaldo. We've seen it with Messi. We've seen it with Hazard. We've seen it with Neymar. We have seen it with Haaland and Mbappe. Any, any player you can think about from now, even now they passed everything from Maradona, Pele, go right back. They've all done and misplaced passes. So let's not crucify our boys. Let's learn to understand that, yo, everybody wants to beat us. Everybody wants to stop us from getting three points. So we have to go out there and dig deeper. I'm not saying don't criticize. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is don't micro-criticize. Don't criticize every single misplaced pass or shot. Or he should have done this instead of don't micro-criticize. Criticize the grand scheme. If he hits five shots and only three one target, that's a good day. And one end up score, you know, one rebounds for us to score. That's a good day. But if he hits 10, or let's say he hits same 5 and only one was on target, well then, yeah, criticize the whole performance. Because he can hit one great shot first, and you'll say, yeah, 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 wonderful shot. And then after that, you're just like, nah, 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 he have it, he have it. Because in your mind, the perception is that, hey, the first one was good, so eventually something will hit. But if the first one bad, and then he keeps hitting, you're going to just remember the first miss. So let's not micro-criticize. Let's enjoy the game, support our boys, be critical and be wanting and be having high standards. But let's not let's not um look at the trees and miss the forest. <laughs> you know? Let's let's not focus so much. I mean as I said so much, eh? Let's not focus too much on the details. And let's not just demand that people leave the team or be transferred out. Because of a poor patch. Yes, Hakim Ziyech has been unfortunate. 
but the same can be said with Pulisic. A lot of people want Pulisic out. I was talking to a guy who supports another team in Spain recently, and he was telling me that he wouldn't mind Christian Pulisic being on his team, and I told him, well, give me a finishers. <laughs> well, I don't know he's died already. <laughs> so I told him, give me that, and he was like, nah, 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 we have to keep him. So there are people who want our players, but the potential is there. In fact, not just the potentially talented, is the rate the work rate is there because yeah, Ampulis like both work hard, both on and off the field. It's just unfortunate for especially Pulisic when it comes to injuries. So let's not be too quick and too hasty. We are going to get there. It's a long, long season. We need as much people, as much depth. And speaking of depth, Saul, I don't know how come I didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't mention him. Saul is someone I definitely don't see staying with us. I think the decision was made already. I think it was very clear, made already, that um, he definitely would, won't be with us past um, next season. I feel sorry for him in, the, in a bit because I thought, given the system he played, plays or played with, in Atletico Madrid, the rough and the rough football that they love, the dog dog style, that he would adapt it to the Prem quicker. I mean that Aston Villa game was no kind of was no easy feat. But I definitely thought that it, he would have been given more chances. But that's what happens when you have men like Rothfuss Cheek saying, "No, I'm not going anywhere." And then we have Gilmore and Art Gallagher. You know, Norwich and Crystal Palace, respectively. And they're doing wonderful. They're doing excellent. So, when we see these guys, and we know they're coming for the first team next year, definitely, most likely, um, Gallagher quicker plays next season with us than, than uh, Gilmore. But, matters not. We have them. And when we look at them, and we're going to pay money for Salvo, we have free thing here. I don't think we have you saying I don't think we're gonna pay for him. But I definitely feel sorry for him though. I think most Chelsea fans are a bit like biased remorse. <laughs> well Luna's remorse in this instance. Because we wanted him to hit the ground running. Maybe we, we thought that we had got a situation like Kova. When Kova came from Real, it was from it was good. And then it got better. And right now it's great. It just went from strength to strength to strength. So we will see what happens, how it happens. And um, yeah. So remember the color. As I leave, as I always remember, as I leave, I always remember. Remember the color. Remember the game. Remember the aim. And never, ever, ever let anybody forget the name. You have a great one, a wonderful one. Be safe out there. Be safe out there during this time. Remember. So, have a wonderful day, week, month, and a year. Peace out. I'm gone.